The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Did you notice any, anything that just jumped out at you about your practice? About, uh, yeah, back there. Wait, wait for the mic to come. Thank you, Kevin. Was it lonely? Uh, it's in a bag with lots of patterns and textures on it. Lots of what on it? Lots patterns. Patterns. And a bag with lots of patterns and textures. If that sounds like your bag, your cell phone is calling you. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for the report. <laughs> yes. Well, first, Nikki, I want to say thank you for the morning. Um, this is the first time I've seen you in person. But I've, I've been on the happy hour for about eight months. I'm Vicky, Fred's Vicky, sister you look so familiar. That yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, great. It's great to be here. <laughs> and what I, I noticed uh, over the lunch is that I had um, a cell phone message to call someone. And I, I said no, because I had another call that made me late to begin with. But... It turned out to be a pretty important call for the person. And I'm grappling with where is self and where is um, help for others. And I, I did make, I did do the help for the yeah. person. But that's, that's always the other and that we were talking about for me. Yeah. Is how to get people out of my meditation that I need to help. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. thanks for sharing that. And sure. maybe we'll jump into that. It's... You know, it's, um, what is the appropriate response? Always the question comes back, and this is a great teaching, borrowing this phrase from the Zen tradition. It's really about appropriate response. When we don't focus on our self, this other self, this other person, but what's the appropriate response? What's the appropriate relationship in that moment? What is the appropriate response? And maybe the appropriate response was this this person was reaching out for help and it was timely and it was appropriate to respond. Or or maybe it was in some situation where the person was um, reaching out but it wasn't quite appropriate to, to reach back out and let them be independent or whatever it might be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what is the appropriate response? And, and there's no need for the selfing here. It's just neat, no need. That's all of that is extra. It's like, what is the appropriate response? So, right. Well, I, I thank you that I had the time to um, make an appropriate yeah, response so yeah. I could get back later. And that was the right thing. Uh, thing. But I just kept thinking that that's what comes up when yeah. I'm meditating, it, is how exactly. to be present enough to make the most right. appropriate thing. Yeah. And especially when someone is in not such a great place themselves. Mm. Yeah, you really and, stay in your own presence. Yeah, that is that is the um, <clears throat> you know the appropriate response is always the the right combination of compassion and wisdom, so that the compassion is not devoid of wisdom. What is called stupid compassion, which is enabling compassion. Like we think we're being compassionate, but we're actually being enabling, or we can't stand, uh, you know, we're calming ourselves because we can't stand the discomfort or the pain. Anyway, there's so many ways that it can 
but as long as there is this 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 combination of wisdom with compassion and and again that relationship that i've been talking about there's a phenomena there's an object awareness and what is that relationship what is is it is it clinging grasping pushing away hatred greed or is it wisdom compassion it's really what's that appropriate response which we'll talk more about Thank you, and it's great to see you in person. Yeah, it really is. It's terrific. You, you look like you look on Zoom. Yeah. Uh, me too. I know. Except Makes, more of you. I know. There's I have legs. Um, what else did you discover? Yeah, the the mic. If you would please bring it here. Thank you. Shall I move the the backpack? Do you think? Can you hear it when you're sitting? Oh, yeah, I can. You can hear it. Yeah. It's oh. A whole background. Oh, we still don't have the owner. Okay, if you have a backpack that has flower pattern, fl- was it flower patterns or what was it? I think so. It's like small patterns. Small patterns. What color? Like beige, orange. Beige. Uh, if you have a backpack which might match those descriptions, your cell phone is missing you. There. Uh, I I yeah. I understood the what you were talking about, and um, I thought, okay, I I've got this, and then I washed my hands, and looked in the mirror, and I thought, oh God, you know, whoa, like not good, and um, and I and it and I then I thought, oh, oh, honey. Mm. But it opened up a whole, you know, um, Pandora's box of how women relate to aging, what we say to ourselves, what society says to us, what every advertisement says to us. And it's just like, you know, the, the depth of compassion, you know, for, you know, just an aging body at this point needs to be limitless. And I don't know whether I've got that for myself. Mm, yeah, yeah. Compassion that is limitless. Yeah. And you know, we don't have to got it. We don't have to got the limitless. It's, it's an aspiration. It's, it's what, you know, it's, um, it's like this right now. And can the level of compassion right now. Meet what's here right now. As I look at myself in the mirror, can it meet it? And it sounds like it did. You don't have to think about all of the enormity of the messages and this and that and and will I be able to meet it in the future and the past? And No, sweetheart. Can, I, can, can it be met right now in the moment right here? Actually, yeah, it can be met. That's it. That's all the compassion we need. We just have to do it many, 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 many times. Whenever it arises in the moment, that's how it becomes limitless. Limitless. Yeah, thank you for bringing that in because that's, that's really the practice. If we, if we it's, it's just responding to this. It's the appropriate response to here. I'm going to sound like a broken record today. It's the appropriate response to just this right now. That's it. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. 
Seems pretty simple when we break it down to that, doesn't it? Makes it simpler. I love it when you say, this isn't hard. <laughs> this, this is <laughs> when I listen to you on YouTube. It's because <laughs> it gives me courage. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, the reflections over lunch. Did anyone notice? So, did anyone notice? Wow, there are a lot of self preoccupied thoughts here. Yeah, anyone? Anyone notice that? Raise your hand. Come on, I've noticed that before. Yeah, yeah, if you, of course, of course. I remember um, this is actually when I came up, I think, with the description for this, this um, day long, and I've been practicing and, and, and working with with um, something that was coming up, and I just realized, wow, there's all these self-preoccupied thoughts, and it just the well broke into laughter. Like, wow, this is funny. Like, this is funny, how this is just produced about this and that. I was like, sweetheart, it's okay. You can just relax and let it go. But this, it's nice to see it, because it's operating in the background. Like, da-da, they were like these um, marionettes, and, and and we're being shaped and formed. Our actions are being shaped and formed by all these self-preoccupied thoughts. But it's just good to see them because seeing them cuts the thread. So it's good to see that. So now we're going to, and you can actually pass now if you want, or let's just set it down or something or other because we're going to transition now to a little activity. So this period after lunch tends to be a, a sleepier period. Anyone feeling a little sleepy here? Yeah, I know. Of course, that's just our, this is biology. So we're going to do an interactive practice together to bring up the energy. And uh, and then we'll do a meditation, a guided meditation to really settle after energy has been up. Because if we do a guided meditation now, you know what's going to happen, right? I'll fall asleep. Um, so... So here is the, um, what we're going to be uh, doing. I invite you to engage in this way. Um, so, so our exploration today, really the crux of it, is this um, appropriate response, stimulus, awareness, and what is this response? Is, does, it, does it have contraction in it and that contraction, if there is contraction, that is where selfing happens. Then we can see the narrative of the self, you can see the relation, me, me, what's going to happen to me, what does it say about me, what do people think about me, or uh, my position in the world, like me, 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 mine. And then yet, and, and it can also be both ways. There's this, this, as, as I mentioned, there's the, the vicious cycle can be what me, 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 oh, I'm contracted, I want this thing, I don't want this thing, and then what does it say? It just goes back and forth and back and forth, right? And now yet, there's stimulus, there's awareness, being aware, aware of the phenomena in the world, but if there is ease, compassion, equanimity, ah, openness of heart, holding what is, responding to what is, then there is no need for that narrative of the selfing to be contracted, it could be a spacious narrative. Selfing doesn't happen. It's, it's a process. It becomes re- just the appropriate response that arises. So, so, so in order to make this, to, to explore this, later we'll explore it in moment-to-moment awareness and meditation. And, and the way we'll explore it now is, is this. The invitation is 
in a moment, I'll invite you, and this is um, to, to, to get into small groups, and this is what we're going to do, and the reason, etc., etc. And also notice if I say small groups, if there is a contraction, ah, how is this myself is going to show up in this, this small group? What am I going to say? What are people going to think about me? Oh, sweetheart, notice that. Okay, contraction about the self, this being who is me. Like, it's okay, we've got this, it's fine. We're going to have appropriate response, whatever response is needed. So, right here, just as I said, that small groups, if some reaction came up, that's a moment for practice. That's a moment to see if there's contraction and can that contraction be eased or there can be space around it with compassion towards yourself as a compassionate, um, as a wise compassionate response to this, to this phenomena, to this thought that has come up now. Anyway, so coming back to what we're doing is... Um, Actually, after we get into the small groups, I'll share with you, each person will have a couple of minutes in a very formal way to speak in a very formal way. It's not like, oh, go and hang out and talk amongst yourself. It's not that. It's a very formal space of practice that we're going to be holding for one another. So one person will be speaking, two people will be listening. And the person who's speaking is not speaking for their benefit. It's, they're, they're not speaking to educate or to impress. Or, the person who is speaking or for those two minutes is just speaking for their own benefit, for their own sake. They're exploring, they're telling a story. for their, They're retelling the story, they're exploring for their own sake. These, these other wonderful human beings are just holding witness, compassionate witness. That's all. They're not asking any questions. They're not saying, "Mm mm-hmm, aha. They're just being a compassionate space-holding witness. Okay? Does that make sense? They're just holding space. You don't have to fix anything. You don't have, as a listener, you don't have to fix. You don't have to understand even. Even if you didn't understand it, it's fine. You're just holding compassionate presence. The person who's speaking, they can say no wrong. They're exploring for their own benefit. Okay? And then the next person, two minutes, the next person, two minutes. Again, the person who's speaking, you're just exploring for your own benefit as you're be t- telling a little story for two minutes, okay? And then we'll go around, we'll pause, we'll do a short guided meditation while you're still in this formation of sitting together. And then we'll do something like that again, but, half, but in a different frame. When a different, telling that story from a different frame and saying, oh yeah, can there be a shift? Okay. And I'll give you more details as, as, as we go along. Okay. So as we get into groups of three, if you came here with someone, it's helpful if you're n- not in the same group with them. And uh, if you're all sitting on, it, it's best if you're on the same level, everyone on a chair or everyone on a cushion. Um, and also sit such that, uh, you're not just like turning like this, you know, you want to have comf- you sitting comfortable, you turn your chair and that you're sitting in a, in a state of meditation. It's listening meditation. It's receiving another human being, uh, with compassion, with full presence, not thinking about what you're going to say at all, because it's not about what you're going to say. It's like you just open your mouth when your turn comes and you just see what comes up. And if nothing comes up, nothing comes up. It's fine. It's for your own benefit. It's not to impress others or to educate them. Any questions about what I've said so far? 
Yeah. Ah, I haven't told you yet. <laughs> I haven't told you yet. Yeah. So um, I'm holding that so you don't start preparing. But you know, I can tell you, it's, it's like um, in the. Actually, let's get together first. Okay, go find, go go find two other people. Get comfortable and and do this as a practice, as a formal practice. It's a formal practice of meeting other human beings. Other human beings. All right. And if you need to be in a group, raise your hand. If you don't have a group of three, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Keep raising your hand if you don't have a third person. Okay. Okay, do we have groups of three? We're divisible by three. Is it working out? All good? You need... Yes? Your two is okay. Two will work fine. I'll, I'll tell you what to do with groups of three. One group of three. Oh, wait, there's a group of two. Are you four? Perfect! We're divisible by three. Look at that. Great. Wonderful. Okay, so make sure you're comfortable, sitting comfortably. Like, really take a moment to sit, to, to, if you need to go ad- grab a cushion or something, to be sitting in a, in a uh, space of really meditative space. And I'm going to ask you first to close your eyes for a moment. Close your eyes for a moment and ah, landing in this body, landing in the space with a sense of kindness for the body, this body that is doing its best in this moment. And kindness for these other bodies that are doing their best in this moment, sitting with you, these other human beings, or inhabiting, embodying this moment with you with a sense of shared, shared purpose, shared kindness, goodwill. And we're all humans. We all have challenges, suffering. We all have narratives. We all self. It's, it's us. We're, we support each other in waking up, in learning. And just as I want to be happy, just as I want to not suffer, recognize that the other people in your group also don't want to suffer. Just as I want to be happy, they want to be happy. Just as I wish for myself to be free from sorrow and pain, I wish them to be free from sorrow and pain. And open your eyes now. Greet each other with your eyes. Yeah, great. And one person's hand is going to jump up in the group. One person's hand. It's just going to jump up. The hand is going to do its thing. 
One per, uh, it's not you, just a hand will jump up. One person's hand in the group. Okay, does everybody, every, every group has one hand that's jumped up? Good. So the person who's attached to that hand is going to be speaking first. <laughs> and, and the inquiry is... Um, Think about at this time, again, whatever comes out of your mouth will just come out of your mouth. Don't, um, is something recently that has happened, that there was some contraction, a story that has had a bit of challenge in it. And for two minutes, um, you just speak, you just let yourself be held witness, speaking about that contraction, that well, that challenge, or you know, there was something happened. You felt you know, upset, insulted, angry, whatever. There was some contraction, right? There was some contraction. Just two minutes of sharing and just exploring this. Nobody's judging you. Please don't judge yourself. You're just exploring. This is a a, um, a sandbox, right? So basically, sharing your internal dialogue, a little bit of it externally, like this contraction, speaking about it as little as, as you want to, just exploring the contraction. And then we'll do a little meditation later and then we'll look at it a little differently. But right now this is scenario one. Scenario one, something contraction, contractive, challenging that happened for you. Okay. So person number one, please begin. Bringing the monologue to a close and going into silence. Ah, just feeling again the, the contraction, the pushing, pulling of the heart, the body, the selfing that happens, the contraction around it, the grasping, pushing, doesn't feel so good. But we get to see, we really get to see. Now I'm going to invite you all. Now see, putting on the lens, exploring the lens, the possibility of kindness, compassion, equanimity, generosity, the story that you just explored and shared. You as the protagonist, you are probably interacting with other beings. What if we choose intentionally? You can always put on your previous perspective again. But for this practice, for this exercise, for a moment, why don't we choose to put on the lens of kindness, compassion for our own sake? That this being who is me is doing was doing the best they can in this situation. Was doing the best they can. They could, given all the cause and conditions. And this other being, the other beings in this scenario too, 
They were doing the best they could. And our best looked like this. We were entangled together in this way. We were entangled. Causing harm to one another, being harmed. Ah, and wishing yourself well, wishing those other beings well were entangled with you in the story that you just shared. Wishing, wishing ease for everyone involved. As if you could put on the lenses of, of compassion of the Buddha, of Kuan Yin, the paragon of compassion, Put on the lenses of equanimity, grace, equipoise, generosity. Just If you know someone also in your life who's so generous, so generous, the embodied generosity of spirit, generosity of spirit in the way they act, they act with grace. Ah, can you embody them, embody this being that you know perhaps in person or the Buddha, a sense of grace, generosity, of heart, in action, in thought, the spaciousness of heart. Now, in a moment, I'm going to ask you to to tell the story, the same story, but from the perspective of, of this very generous, generous, kind, compassionate, spacious. You've embodied now. You have embodied, or actually they have knocked on your shoulder. They're like, hey, I'll show you how it's done. They're inhabiting your heart, your mind, and seeing this story, this space, what just happened from this perspective of compassion, kindness, spaciousness, forgiveness, just expansiveness, so spacious, so spacious. It's all okay. It's all okay. Even when you think it's not okay, it's really okay. And for a moment, you can access this through them, through this being. Ah, and now see if there's spaciousness that can be available, not contraction in the story, but a different perspective, a different way of relating, a very different way of relating. You can do this. I know you can. I know you can. I know it's available to every single one of you. This perspective of generosity, kindness, equanimity, spaciousness. Seeing the story from through different lenses. Okay. The first person who spoke, please start retelling the story from this perspective. It is available. Please begin.
as you feel into what is present now, feel, notice what is a little different than before, the way you related to what you shared. And in a moment I'm going to ask you, but not just yet, to open your eyes and you'll have some time to reflect together as a group, what was this like? What did you learn? What did you notice internally, the contractions in your belly, in your heart, or more ease? And please don't comment on other people's um, experience or give advice. This is not the time. Offer safety by just letting them explore for themselves. And you just share from your experience. That's all. That's all. Okay. So open your eyes and, yeah, what did you discover? Please have a dialogue. We're going to do a bit of a harvest and then we'll take a bio break before our, our guided meditation for the last session. But I'd love to know, I'd love to hear what you discovered, and especially if you haven't spoken in the group yet today. If you've been silent, I, I'm going to ask you to pull forward. And if you've already spoken, to pull back and make space for those who haven't shared reflections yet. So what did you discover? Yes. Thank you. I noticed that the the second version of the exercise with more compassion enabled so much more insight into my selfing during the first part of the story. When I first told the story, I didn't really, wasn't super, I knew there was contraction, but I didn't know where it was. And then in the second version, when there was more compassion and equanimity, I realized when it was happening. Nice. That is awesome. That's thrilling, right? Actually, because that's the way it is. We don't usually see where it is. We're kind of contracted in it, like, you know, the story. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's where it was. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. That's great. Anybody else experience that? Yeah? Do you want to add some words, Caleb? Or no? Don't want to put you on the spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Um, so, yeah, it was really interesting. My first share, um, it felt like, felt like, oh, yeah, there's clear seeing here. Like, I know what happened, and I see it from both sides. And then when I closed my eyes, it, there was contraction still thought, why is there a contraction? Um, and then when I did the second one, um, it was so spacious, and I felt like I was like floating, and there's so much love. And I realized it was the compassion that was missing. And so it's the, the clear seeing with the compassion. It's like it felt embodied rather than just um, like in the mind and logical and knowing like, oh, yeah, this is the right thing to do, or this is like the right way I'm seeing it. But it's like feeling it and really being it. And it was really cool. Awesome. I'm hearing this goodness of the embodied response, just not 
what I need to be doing. I know this right things like this is this is the appropriate response. This is what's right. Just this wisdom, this deep wisdom that's already there, um, being awakened, having given chance to express itself as the appropriate response um, in in the second case. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. I always like talking to people I don't know and getting exposed to their problems, which are so different from my own. And I was really impressed how different the three people's uh, problems were. But then kind of realizing through the second part, it's all the same problem with the same solution. And that is so beautiful to to witness as you're sharing and as I see you sharing that there's a deep insight into that right now as you're resonating, as you're communicating that. Wow, this is the human condition. It's all the same problem and it's the same solution, always. Thank you. Behind you. Um, I was sharing that uh, <clears throat> in like intense grief, my default uh, kind of emotion that I go to is like anger and shame. Um, that was the first sharing. And then the second sharing, I was actually quite grateful for both the anger and the shame mm-hmm. because it, it allowed me to like get back to a place where I, I need to be or I want to be so that I can be generous with my my time and my caring. So um, I, I like that exercise. It, it kind of gave me a different perspective with that anger and that shame. Mm. Whew, thank you. Very powerful. Yeah. Let that stand on its own. Yeah, thank you. Any other insights that arose from this practice? Exploring, holding witness for others. Noticing the contraction. Didn't feel so good, did it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess I want to share what I share with the, the group is that there was, I felt a lot more contraction in the second sharing. Um, maybe as a signal that that was something that I, yeah, I have, challenge like in um, opening up to compassion <laughs> towards myself yeah. so rationally I could know I knew what I needed to do in order to be compassionate but I was not coming from you know it wasn't yeah not from like a spontaneous place I don't know yeah, yeah. so um, that's an insight that's a great insight it's you know it's um who was it? I'm trying to remember who who was saying. Maybe 
maybe it was Jack Hornfield paraphrasing someone else, but something like self-knowledge isn't always good news, but we need to have it. But we need to have it in order to, to make progress on the path. So it's, it's wonderful, precious, amazing, wonderful that you've had this insight. Ah, I, I know that there, there needs to be an embodied compassion for myself. And, oh, sweetheart, this is, this is not quite available in the way that I've been trying it on. So what else? How else can I, can I avail myself of a perspective of a way of being kind? Maybe, maybe trying so hard. Maybe trying so hard to be compassionate. Because that can create more contraction, just as you were saying, because you're trying to be so compassionate and kind and it's not available and it's like frustrating. It's like, it's okay, sweetheart. You're having a hard time. It could just be this. Touching your heart with your hand. Sweetheart, you're having a hard time. This is hard. Or just this is hard. If anybody was going through this right now, they would be feeling how I'm feeling. This is hard. Or just this is hard. This is hard. Because a lot of times we don't realize that this is hard. We just kick ourselves. Like, you got to do this better. I'll, I'll tell you a story from my own life. You know, I've had a chronic illness for many, many years. And at the beginning, I didn't quite recognize that, yeah, you know, she's tired. She's just doing her best and she's exhausted and has chronic fatigue and she can't do this. And it'll be like, come on, you have emails to write and you have like, let's do this. Like kicking myself in the shins to get myself in, in, in action. At, at some point I realized, sweetheart, this is hard. If anybody had what you're having, going through what you're going through, they would be having a hard time. This is hard. This is hard. Oof. Just recognizing that that was hard was, was enough. That's what I needed to happen. I didn't recognize I was having a hard time. I didn't recognize it at all. Does that ring a bell? Recognize you're having a hard time. And that recognition is the entryway. That, that is compassion, that recognition. Thank you. Last one. Mike is coming. I, I thought that it was really interesting that all three of us talked about our sisters and the complexity <laughs> and love between people who didn't choose each other but for a long time are really close and bump into each other. And just how how you love them and the resilience and to be there is profound in all yeah. of the complexity. Yeah, yeah. Really trying to make space so that, you know, just presence and making as much space as you can is all Such you a place for learning, right? Our families, yeah. our families. Oh, impossible, I mean, oh. really. <laughs> I forget who it said. Like, if you think you're enlightened, go and spend a week over Thanksgiving with your family. You know, something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I mean, as much as it's humanly possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So let's uh, take a ten-minute bio break in silence, and I hope this went instructive in whatever way it needed to be instructive to see the contractions, to see them more, to see them less, to see whatever needed to be seen. 
through the lens of as much equanimity and spacious and compassion as is available. And after the break, we're going to do a um, yeah, guided meditation. We'll just really moment to moment see them on our own. So, so 10 minutes. Uh, to, let's see. We'll be back at 227 or 228 based on my watch. The word is kind of off. All right. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>